0: what is your story about punctuation? How did you learn punctuation? How do you come to decide which punctuation to use? In today's episode of The Written Compass, I want to talk about punctuation that I love, why I love it, and a little bit of different way to think about it than simply rules that I need to follow. Yep, we're going to talk about road signs, and we're going to talk about music and rhythm, and how punctuation can actually be really supported, supportive of you as a writer and support the ways you want to convey your messages. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Have you ever heard of the book Eats, Shoots, and Leaves? It was this fun book that came out many, many years ago um, by Lynn Truss, and it was all about Punctuation and grammar, specifically focusing on punctuation. And the premise was a comma is very important because if you say a panda comes in, I think it was based on a joke. I'm not going to remember it correctly, but right? Panda comes in, he eats, comma, shoots, and leaves. Then we get this vision of a panda walking into someplace, eating, and then shooting something, and then walking out, right? And really what it is, is that there's no comma that is needed. We just need it to say, this is what a panda eats. It eats shoots, (laughs) like the roots of a plant, of a stalk of bamboo, and leaves like the brush on the bamboo. And so why am I telling you about this particular book? Well, in today's episode, I want to talk about punctuation, and particularly punctuation that I love. So what I'm going to do is just walk you through some common the most commonly used punctuation and this is not an end-all be-all and I want to talk about how to actually start to love punctuation versus seeing it as this like tug of war that I see a lot of writers wrestling with and this kind of apprehension that comes over us when we think about punctuation so first and foremost I've talked about this before in the grammar episode you can go back it's one of the earlier ones that oftentimes punctuation gets lumped into the term grammar. And it's not. It's something different. Grammar is about how the words get put together in whatever language we are using and how those that word order and tense and ways that we change the words all helps us communicate, right? That is the umbrella of grammar. But a lot of times things like spelling, punctuation, um, even like that gets lumped into grammar. So I am focusing specifically on punctuation, the little marks, they're not words, the little marks that we put in and around our words and their intentions and what, how we can maybe think of them in a way that allows us to start to love them and love on them and see them as supportive versus seeing them as this, like, I got to go into battle and figure out the punctuation, (laughs) right? So Um, First, I'd love you to just take a moment and just kind of reflect what has been your story up until now about punctuation, right? You may think of, most likely, potentially, a moment in your education where you were made very aware of punctuation. You may think of certain um, worksheets or strategies or tools or tests or things that you were asked to constantly you know, remember and talk about punctuation or create certain answers around punctuation or do corrections around punctuation. Maybe you had a family member that was very clear to point out in your letters. Um, I have one friend whose mom would like proofread letters and and give her feedback about punctuation (laughs) before she sent them out or after, even worse, after she sent them to her and like, oh, by the way, thanks for the letter. And do you know you did your comma wrong here? A lot of times we have a lot of baggage around punctuation, and we certainly get lots of feels around it. And I really love thinking about it in a different perspective and thinking about how is the punctuation supporting me? How is it actually helping me guide the reader to really convey what I want it to convey? And so I like to think of it, and this is not a new concept. I've seen this several times. A lot of writing centers, which are um, structures within usually universities or high schools, where people come and receive like kind of one-on-one support around their writing. Um, a lot of p- uh, writing centers and other places that talk about this stuff, call it a roadmap. And I love thinking of it as that. I also like to think of it like um, a song or music where it creates a rhythm and a pace. And when we think about it in those two ways, like I start to loosen up, my shoulders start to drop down. I start to go, hmm, what kind of punctuation is going to work here? What kind of rhythm am I trying to create? What kind of, um, road sign do I want to deliver to my reader to help them navigate the journey, the road of my writing here? So I want to talk about each. I'm going to kind of break down just a few of them that I see and like to use. Um, This is, again, not going to include all of them. So first, I want to talk about the ones that clearly communicate to the reader that we are stopping. We are finished with this thought, and we are stopping right here, and we are going to continue with something new after. And so you can see this as a stop sign in the road for the reader in the piece of writing that you're sharing with them. You could see them as like a really hard end to the song, into the beat that is happening if we think of it from kind of a rhythmical perspective. So there's kind of three main punctuations that fit into that category. One is a period. We should all be pretty familiar with that. It is literally a dot on the page on the screen at the end of a thought, right? Now I'm not going to get into what makes a sentence and all that kind of stuff, but we put periods at the end of sentences and it tells the reader, stop, we are stopping here. <laughs> this is the end of this thought and I'm getting ready to start another one. And it's, and that's about all it communicates, right? Now a question mark is also a stop sign for the reader, but it has a little more meaning, right? It invites the reader to go, oh, I'm being asked something. I maybe am being invited to do something, you know, as I'm engaging in this in this text, in these words. But it is a still a stop sign to the reader. I'm ending here, but maybe I'm being asked to do something before I continue on. An exclamation point really, like, delivers a, a meaning to this stop. I am making a statement, I'm making it hardcore, and I'm making it kind of, we think of, if we were doing this out loud, it's elevated, right? Our voice may be raised. So in writing, we can't, you know, insert, like, I am elevating my voice here. (laughs) So we put an exclamation point. It's still a a stop sign, still tells the reader to stop, but it makes the statement have a different meaning than if we just had a period. And that's also why we generally are... Very intentional and selective with our exclamation points. Because what happens if you're exclamationing everywhere, exclaiming over and over, um, which a lot of people do because of text and all of that kind of thing, I'm not knocking it, but it it has a little bit of, um, it starts to dim the stop sign and have less meaning if you're overusing them. So that's just something to take into consideration. So those are your stop signs, period, question mark, exclamation. It's not sexy, but I hope you're starting to feel how, hmm, this just, this just perks me up a little bit, helps me think about it a little differently. And so you can start to think, which of these are going to support my stop sign? My, my I want to tell the reader this is the end of this thought. Okay, the next is the little bumps in the road, the little humps, the little um, slow down, but we're going to keep going. All right? They're almost usually used as a pause. We call them a pause. So there's three that fall into this category. It's comma, semicolon, and colon. So a comma looks like an apostrophe, but it goes at the bottom. It goes in between words, and it goes towards the bottom of, if you imagine, if you're writing, you've got a line. Um, If you're on a piece of paper in a screen, right, it's going to be towards the bottom of the words, a comma. Now, what does a comma do? Oh, a comma does so many things. A comma can help you create a certain rhythm, a certain pace. So it can kind of be a couple of speed bumps if we want to put a few things together that are connected, right? And I'm not going to get into the super details around this, but things in a series like this, this, and this, the this is in that series would be separated by a comma, right? It's telling the reader, I'm giving you something, they're connected, but I, but I need you to show a little bit of uh, separation. And so I use this really light speed bump of a, a punctuation to help you know. There's a little pause here, but we're going to keep going. Commas can also separate when you have like more to say about something. And it's a little separated from the main thought in a sentence. So commas are something that I encourage people to play with. People can also get super happy with commas and that's okay. I love supporting them and really getting into the intention here. So rather than learning necessarily the rules quote of commas, really play with what's the rhythm that I'm creating? How do I want people to go down this road? You can imagine, and you've probably been on a road where there's speed bump after speed bump after speed bump, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get down this road. So over comma ing is not helpful to the reader. At the same time, if we're going on and 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 on, and there's no stop sign and there's no comma, it wears the reader out. It can wear you out on the road. So that's a comma, a little speed bump. Semicolons are super fun because if you actually look at a semicolon, it is literally a period and a comma together. So, why is that important? Period is a complete sentence, right? Well, I like to play with fragments. So let me pause there. I like using periods in different ways than sometimes pupils do. So play with that. But a semicolon is a period and a comma together. So we're stopping, but I'm con- intentionally connecting. I'm not putting a period and capitalizing the next word. I'm putting a period and a comma to say, these are two separate ideas, but they do relate to each other. They have some relation to each other. Semicolon. It's like An almost hard stop, right? So, a little bit more than a speed bump, more like those bumps where you gotta really go slow, maybe even, maybe more like um, this just showed up, so I'll share it. More like railroad tracks, (laughs) right? Can't go like flying over them like you sometimes can on a speed bump. You gotta kind of be intentional to make sure you don't break your car, right? We need to be intentional with our semicolons so that we don't break the reader's brain. Same with commas, we don't wanna overuse them. Um, Not everything is meant to be connected in this way, but semicolons can be a really fun way to say these ideas are connected, but separate all at the same time. A colon is, I kind of like to think of it as two periods on top of each other. So a little bit harder of a speed bump of a pause. Again, the ideas are connected, but We're going to share some new information after the colon. So this might come when I want to give an explanation of something or examples of something after a complete sentence. We might use a colon. So those are the punctuations that kind of give a little bit of pause, right? Pause, but keep going. These things are connected, but I'm shifting just a little bit. So play with how you might use these pauses, these speed bumps in your writing. The last one that I want to talk about is an M-dash. Um, I just call it a dash, but it's important. There's hyphen, which is used um, between two words like that are hyphenated words, um, like self, uh, self-care might be hyphenated, right? An N-dash is a, sh- a little bit longer than a hyphen, but smaller than an M-dash. E-N-dash is usually for um, dates, like saying something went from here to here, 1999 to 2005, we could put an n-en-dash in between those two. An m-dash is a piece of punctuation that typically is used in writing. And what I love about m-dashes, I kind of call them like commas on crack. They can serve in the same place as a comma, parentheses, or colon. Each of those get used a little bit differently. But a dash, an M dash really is is almost like the power of an exclamation point, but it's in the middle of a sentence. Can really help present information in a way that like grabs the reader attention. Like it's literally a slash in the middle of the sentence, right? Like this line that shows up. So the reader, it catches the reader's eye. So it gives them this pause, but it's like this excitement behind it. <laughs> I'm getting excited about my dashes. Um, so that's the way I like to think of in dashes. So that is a little bit about what I love and the punctuation that I love and what I love about those punctuation marks and how we can view them a little differently than just rules to follow. But really tools that support the things we're trying to convey, the way we're trying to share our message. So I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about this particular episode, because for some people, this is a very different way to think about punctuation. And so of course I want to hear everything you have to say, the good, the bad, the nope, Shayna, no way. Can I think of it that way? There are rules and that is that. So head on over to Instagram at Shayna Hartman underscore share what shows up. And I look forward to seeing you, seeing you, no, talking to you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Written Compass. If you are loving this content, then please share this episode and tag me on Instagram at hartman underscore. And if you're wondering how you can implement the ideas I share here and really begin creating your amazing book, I want to connect with you even more. Head over to shaynahartman.com slash the written compass to learn even more about not only writing your book, but truly experiencing your words.